0: Happy holidays from the Paris of the Plains. In Kansas City, I'm your host, Matt Hodep. $5,000 in 28 days, four schools, 1,500 winter clothing packs for kids in need, and two KC women. For our holiday special, we could have talked about burned out mall Santas or star-crossed Christmas lovers, but instead, We thought it'd be great to talk to two KC residents that started Keep KC Kids Warm just after Thanksgiving and clothed 1,500 children by Christmas. I met up with them two days before they were going to deliver their winter packs. This is a story about spreading holiday warmth through Christmas service. This is Katie and Suzanne.
1: Through my work, I had the opportunity to meet an assistant principal, and we decided to adopt their fourth grade class that we work with, doing health and nutrition classes once a month, to buy them Christmas gifts. They're in a very low income situation, they're 30% below the poverty line, they're refugees from Asia and Africa, and it's a school, it's actually Whittier Elementary, who has kids coming in and out pretty frequently, uh, a lot of them non-English speakers. So we saw that awesome need, like actually just an opportunity, it wasn't really a need, just to give them a great holiday season, We got to tour Whittier Elementary uh, with the assistant principal, and there was one kiddo who came out of a classroom, and he was in his New America class, so that's a class that's... I'm not sure what all of it entails. It sounds like a program that the school really stands behind, but I think it's an opportunity for them to learn about the United States and, like, some history. Yeah, Yeah. kind of, like... Some ideas about how we do things here, or something. But it sounds more positive than that. I'm just not sure. Um, but this kiddo just comes out of the class, and the principal's like, "Hey!" And they like they were best friends, and they do like a special handshake. And and he came up to me, kind of waiting to do the same handshake. And so I shook his hand, and he just was so like full of joy. And through talking to this principal, this assistant principal, it just totally broke my heart. And I decided like I needed to figure out a way to do something else, something for all the children. And that's when I reached out to my collaborator, Suzanne Cornrich, and we kind of just started talking.
2: Yeah. I just remember getting a phone call from Katie, and she's just like, we've adopted these 40 students, or these 90 students, mm-hmm. um, but there's like 440 more, like what, we have to do something, There's we gotta do more. And so I think Brian had talked to you, you kind of asked him, the assistant principal, mm-hmm. just like, what What do they need? And that's when he had mentioned, like a lot of them don't have winter winter clothing. So we thought, well how, like what can we do that's like practical in the short amount of time that can get 440 students like covered and that's when we decided to do gloves hats and scarves and luckily with being the manager of Ray Gun, I was able to utilize like our wholesaling which got us like really good prices and when we did a lot of research yeah. <laughs> on pricing and all that stu- sort of stuff we were able to crunch numbers and make it available that um, we could get a kid a pack for six dollars which would cover the hat, scarf and gloves by doing making the scarves uh, otherwise, I think it I think it was like the, an eighth of the amount of like what we were going to have to spend if we mm-hmm. made the scarves. It yeah. was it cut the cost down so much, and we thought, well, what a perfect opportunity because she's part of Charlotte Street Foundation, mm-hmm. um, a lot of like artist friends and this community already like I mean they're just so, like hands on active community, and we just thought that what a perfect opportunity to get other people involved. (laughs) Yeah,
1: So that's when we kind of decided, when we realized that we could wholesale for $6 per kiddo, we were like, this is completely doable. And so at that time, we were focused on the 440 students. um, But after receiving the the response we did on GoFundMe. I think the first day we had $113 and I was psyched, like Mm. it was so amazing. And then I have screenshots on my phone, just like every day I'd kind of snap and see where we were at and it just kept growing every single day. And then it was like the new goal every day was to surpass $200 and it just kept going up because we'd get a $500 donation here or you know, the huge one from the Odd Fellows, the 1800. And
2: And then all those little ones. I mean like so many people- Gosh, they stacked up so fast. Yeah, I mean, 'Cause we just made it very clear, like just six dollars would get a kid a pack and
1: that's a chipotle burrito. That's so easy. Oh, yeah. That's just being like, I'm gonna make a sandwich today instead of eating out. Um so our first original goal was uh twenty six forty and we reached that within a week. It was incredible. Um so we had donations coming in that were upwards
2: of a hundred dollars from people we didn't know. Um mm-hmm. once we realized what money we had for sure we, were, we like did all the math you know the business side of it yeah um. business side of it.
1: people are asking us what's your 501c3 we'll give you a discount we're like we are a week. we and we are knee deep and we do not have time for that
2: <laughs> sorry we folks have that money to put into <laughs> yeah you.
1: we don't yeah. and we don't have time for research we have like a matter of hours to get this stuff together so um but yeah the huge generosity i mean the Insta- kansas city Instagram community is crazy connected yeah. and Kansas City has been yeah, really supportive and, so supportive and it's like I don't I mean I don't know that that would happen anywhere else I just yeah. I don't know like we knew it was important but then it's like when everyone else can like wants to join in it's just it's huge it become it that way it becomes bigger than us and it's not it's not about us obviously at all it's like we're focused on these kids and when we can get other people focused on it too we're doing great things like that's why it's become what it has and That's why it's a success. I mean, we had, while we were working the other night, Suzanne was near the windows of Paragraph Gallery where we've been doing a lot of this um, work thanks to Charlotte Street. And there was a gentleman who knocked on the door and asked for a hat. And I mean, he was in need of a winter hat. I mean, and of course we're gonna say yes. Like, this is exactly the reason why we're doing it's because it's a basic need. It's winter and we're in the Midwest. Like, people
2: deserve to be equipped, you know, so. You know, it's like, I have a drawer of scarves and gloves and and hats and it's like which one do I want to wear today, mm-hmm. and it's like there's kids out there that don't have that, don't have any of that, don't have coats, don't have shoes. I mean, there's just such a need for this, and it's this and this we, is our I local just, we have to community. Keep going. Yeah,
1: that's the crazy part is like people are less than a mile from my home, there are kids walking to school in like sleet with a hoodie on and no gloves and they have holes in their shoes and it's just like where are we going wrong? Like, let's turn our attention inside and just spread love in our community. And so yeah, so where we're at now, um, this past week we have been building the packs. We have 457 packs uh, completely made that are boxed up. And then yesterday we got through another 600 some odd scarves. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of just slowly keep it going. And right now I think we're at 1500 packs. Well, delivery for two schools is well like a setup and then a delivery Tuesday. Um, and then we also have deliveries Wednesday.
2: Yes. Or I'm gonna send you to this table back behind me and you will be able to pick out the color of hat that you want. And inside the hat is a scarf and gloves inside of
0: there. The other helpful thing- I got to join Katie and Suzanne at Hogan Preparatory Academy. The kids sat around the cafeteria staring excitedly at the table of brightly colored hats and scarves laid out in front of them. They were anxious to claim their color, and when the teacher selected their table, it was a mad dash.
1: Hey, how are you? Good. Good. Did you want to pick a hat and gloves and scarf? They're just all don't put any more other pink. I think this is our only pink that we have left. We also have like the peachy colors. Uh, but that is as close to pink as we can get. Pink is pretty popular, I guess.
0: Hey. You like the green ones? I
2: want this. I'm gonna take this one. I'm gonna take yellow.
0: They buzzed around the room trading colors with each other. And the clothes were simple, but I've never seen people more proud to sport their gear. You guys like your uh, scarves and stuff? What color did you get?
2: I got red. I got, I got a dark blue and light blue. I, uh, I got pink. I got
0: pink. You like pink?
2: Yes. I like, I got, I like red.
0: It's yeah? A Why do you like red?
2: It's just, it's just a good color.
0: Is it going to match your other winter stuff?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah? Cool. I
1: think the purple one. You what?
0: I The
1: purple hat.
0: As the kids filtered out of the Hogan Prep cafeteria, I approached a tired and despondent looking Katie and Suzanne. For the past weeks, they had gone to cut scarves after their day jobs, staying up till 1, 2, 3 in the morning, and now all that was over.
2: We're like in denial that this is completed. Yeah, we were sleeping. Like, what are we going to do when we wake it, up? And we're just sitting there
1: and I'm just like, I'm getting sad. Do you need get emotional? I'm going to start crying. Like, I'm serious. I don't want to. <laughs> Like I'm like extremely caffeinated and I'm just sad. I do like I'm so super sad. Super
2: caffeinated
1: and it was just like a band aid. It was just like, oh no, what do we do? And then it was just like done. Okay, we did it. It was it feels like we just jumped from day one where it was like, How can we do something? And now we're just here and it's like, Oh my god, okay. Like that wasn't hard, what's next?
2: I love what um, the principal oh, Principal Brian you said <laughs> yesterday
1: when I saw him, he came into my work because he's a member of the gym. He's always coming in, and he was like, "Oh my gosh!" When the kids were running out to the bus, it was like Skittles just, just going, you know, into the parking lot. It's a big bag of Skittles that just been all ripped open, and it was just flying everywhere. And it was just like, yeah, that's exactly what it would look like: is Skittles just bouncing around the parking lot. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. Yeah, and I can just visualize it. It was so cool, and like. Um, yesterday, when we, when we were still passing them out, we were in a, the Woodier cafeteria, and there were kiddos. So they would kind of come through. We just, it was just like small talk, like how's winter break going, and they would just like giggle and be like, or er, how will it go, and they're like good it'll be fine <laughs> because they don't know us and then they go out and they went out into the hallway and so they'd go back to their classroom and put down their stuff but some of them like insisted on wearing their scarves so we we just kind of like look out into the hallway as we're passing them out and there's kids who are just like just like <laughs>
2: It looks so proud. This like so
1: shoulders legs. completely back, chest puffed out. The bright yellow scarf. I just watched this kid sling one of the ends of the scarf over his shoulder and just continue to keep walking. And he came to the door, like in the doorway, he stopped. He looked at us and then kind of adjusted it and then kept walking. And it was just like, man, that like he felt awesome. Like he just felt awesome and proud and confident and that was his. And it's just like, that's exactly what the whole thing was about. It was just like. You're equipped. You know, like, you're good.
0: I could tell that Katie and Suzanne needed some time to decompress. They agreed to meet up with me a week later to talk through the experience. It went really well.
2: The kids were, kids were stoked. Yeah, they were so excited. Like, I've never had a scarf. I live like two blocks away from one of the schools, and all the kiddos are like out on the playground uh, playing with like all their scarves and their hats on. And yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So I feel fortunate. I get to kind of like see, you know, it And someone, A neighbor sent us a picture. I guess that lives across
1: from the way from a school is like, sent Suzanne a picture, and then she sent it to me really quick. And it was just like all these kids. Decked out in their gear, just yeah. playing around. It's like what? One of the so you haven't cute. been
2: able to see the uh, the thank you notes from, from the kids yet, yet, but there's this one that um, the a, a little boy was like, "Thank you for the hat. It keeps my head warm. Thank you for the gloves. It keeps my hands warm. Thank you for the scarf. I wear it to look like a ninja." <laughs> 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 awesome. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, for me personally. It's so easy to get wrapped up in the everyday American materialistic objects and, and I don't know, you know, you just kind of like, doing something like this has really like rattled me out of, um, you know, what, what new shoes I want to buy or like. Yeah, because it's silly. It is. Yeah, because certain things just seem so silly. I yeah. definitely thought before, I didn't have enough time to do anything that I wanted to do. Yeah! And then when you find something that you care this much about and you realize how you make time for it to happen, and it doesn't matter if you're getting like, four, five, six hours of sleep, like, it's worth it. Yeah, you just show up. Yeah, you, this was like, I realized what I can actually produce in a day's time, um, so that's definitely been... Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like I want to relax, but I also feel guilty almost relaxing because I just feel like I could be doing something.
1: I think that's something everyone just has to figure out is that like you totally have control over your life. And even if you're like, oh, I'm so tired from working. Well, you probably are, but I bet you saw more in you to be able to do more. And there's always coffee. There's no excuses. Like drink some caffeine or take, you know, meditate for a little bit and just find it and just keep going.
0: Thanks to Katie, Suzanne, and the kids from Hogan Prep for sharing their story with us. You can always listen to this story again at www.parisoftheplainspodcast.com. Also, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to our sponsors KKFI and the Charlotte Street Foundation. All our music is original and written by composer Jamie Searle. Our digital and graphic work is done by Matthew Sullivan. I'm Matt Hodep. Happy Holidays.